Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval, terms apply. Welcome to the $100 MBA show, the place to be to build the business you want every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesdays, I answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Eduardo, and Eduardo asks, Hey Omar, I've been having some trouble hiring in my team. I have a team of five people and I need to make two more hires. But to get to the five people I have now, I actually hired 10. Half of the time when I hire someone, it doesn't work out. My track record is not so great, and I'm worried I'll do it again when we hire the next two candidates. My question to you is, how do I not hire the wrong person? What are some tips that you can share with me to increase my likelihood of finding a great employee? Thanks so much, Omar. Love the podcast. Appreciate your help. Eduardo, solid question. Hiring is one of the hardest things to do as a business owner. But it's also the most critical thing because as you start scaling your business, recruitment is one of the skills you really need to master. Because if you hire the right people, if you get the right team members, they can build an amazing company for you. They can fulfill your vision and they can make things happen that you can't do alone. But if you get it wrong, you'll be wasting a lot of time, money, and effort. And boy, is it frustrating. So in today's lesson, I want to share with you some of the things I have done over the years to improve our hiring rate, to find the right talent. Now, I don't get it right every single time, but at this point in my career, in my business, when we make the wrong hire, it's the exception to the rule. It's actually quite weird when we actually notice this, but it helps us refine the process that I'm going to share with you today. If you want to hire A players, people that are perfect for your team, your culture, and what you want them to do, then keep on listening to today's episode. You won't regret it. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. The first step in making sure you don't hire the wrong person when you're hiring a new team member is first recognizing the fact that you are responsible 
for making the wrong hires in the past. This is your responsibility as the company owner, okay? The reason why this is so important is that you have to take ownership of this responsibility. You have to realize that if somebody didn't work out in your team, ultimately, this is your fault. Ultimately, you let them into your team, right? You hired them. You made the decision to say, yes, this person is good enough to be part of my team. And once you own up to that, you realize, well, that means I have control and I can change the outcome. I can change the way I make hires and choose my candidates so that I don't make this mistake. But a lot of entrepreneurs, especially at the start of their career, they play the blame game. They say, oh, that person wasn't hardworking or they didn't care enough or they were less experienced or maybe they fibbed on their CV or their resume. That may be all true, but it's not their responsibility to be chosen by you. You are responsible, right? You are responsible for letting them in to your company. And once I realized that in my career as an entrepreneur, I started to realize, okay, I have to take ownership of this and I got to take control of the whole process so I can have a better outcome. So once we get past that step, the next thing that I recommend you focusing on when you're hiring a new team member for a new position or even an existing position that you have right now is to be crystal clear about what you're looking for. This is where a lot of people make a mistake. They have a job description that they post on job boards, but it's not very specific. It's actually quite generic. Some people just copy and paste other people's job posts and just change a few things and say, okay, that should get the person I want. No, your job advertisements on these job sites and even your own website is the leading factor of who you will attract. You need to make it crystal clear on your job description who you're looking for, why they should apply, what it's like to work for you, what should they expect when they are employed by you. So take the time to write a job description that is specific and is specific to your business and your expectations. Basically, your job description is to say, if you can do these things and you do them well, you're going to have a job for life at my company. A lot of people overcomplicate this. It doesn't have to be this five-page essay of a job description, right? You can make it your own. You can keep it short. You can keep it specific. You can write it in layman's terms. You want to make it casual or even show your personality. That's fine too, but don't make it generic. Don't make it vague or too general. Be specific about what you're looking for. For example, we're currently hiring some engineers. If you go to webinarnasia.com slash jobs, you can see our job posts. We're very specific about what we expect from our engineers. You have to be a problem solver and enjoy solving difficult problems. If you don't enjoy solving difficult problems, you're going to hate working for us because that's what we're going to give you. And if you hate working for us, you're probably not going to do so well. And it's not just about skills. It's also about the culture and the way you work in your companies. For example, in our company, we specifically say you have to be willing to communicate regularly, frequently, be able to jump on a video call showing your face when needed. If you're not comfortable being on a video call, having your camera on to hash out a quick problem or to discuss something, don't apply. This is not the place for you. We will not make concessions, okay? And if you think this is optional, then we're going to have a hard time. So your job description is really, really important. Next tip. So at the end of our job descriptions, we have a link to an application. This application is a way for us to vet people before they even have a chance for an interview. 
And depending on the position, we will ask specific questions about their past, about their experiences, about what they love about their job, why they want to work specifically for us. We may even ask them to submit a video answering some of these questions so we can see their personality on camera. Now, not everybody's comfortable in front of video. We're not asking them to give a Oscar-nominated performance here. We just want them to know that they're expected to communicate via video sometimes because we're a remote team. And if they are not willing to do that, then they're probably not going to apply. So again, we're putting up some friction on purpose so that we can qualify candidates before we even have an interview. Forget about hiring them before we even talk to them in a meeting. Next, before we even have an interview, we check references. There's no point in us even having a conversation to see if we're a good fit or you're knowledgeable or you have the skills to do the job. All this is irrelevant if your past employers can't recommend you. If you don't have a track record, I can't predict the future. People change, of course, but when it comes to hiring, the best indication of what's going to happen in the future is somebody's track record. What happened in the past? What they've already done. They're more likely to do it again if they've done it before. And I mean that in a positive way. Like if they are hardworking and they show up to work on time and they do their things properly and they have a good work ethic and they have a great attitude and they're a fast learner, there's a good chance that they'll do that at my place because they've done this before. So we asked the candidates to send us some of their professional references, somebody that we can contact, phone or email, to ask about what their experience was like working with you or for them. And we usually ask a supervisor or who their supervisor was at the time, a line manager of some sort. Now, we don't ask for their current manager because sometimes that's a little bit of an iffy situation. Maybe they don't want to tell their employer that they're looking for work. So we ask them to maybe give us references from other employers prior to their current job. Once they pass that hurdle, most of the work of qualifying this candidate and making sure that you have a pretty good chance this person is actually legit and good enough for your team and a good fit is done. I would say about 80% of the work is done. Now, if they've passed all that stuff, we have a culture interview. What does that mean? We have an interview just to see if they're a good fit for our team. And for us at Webinar Ninja, it's very simple. How do we feel after we have a conversation with them? Do we feel motivated? Do we feel positive? Do we feel more confident about them joining the team? Do we just enjoy their company? This is important because we're going to be working with them day in and day out, eight, nine, 10 hours a day, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And not just us, everybody else on the team is going to have to do the same thing. So it's important that they get along with everybody, that they're likable, that we want to spend time with them that they're a good fit for our culture. Sometimes in these interviews, uh, we meet people that are fine people. They're good people, but they're just not a good match for the rest of the team. And I'd be doing them a disservice as well as the rest of the teammates a disservice if I hired them. So we need to make sure that they are good fit culturally and they share the same values as us. And we have five core values in our company that we want to make sure everybody has before we hire them. So if you haven't decided or written down the values of your company, I highly recommend you do it. It actually makes it really helpful when it's time to hire. So for example, one of our values as a company is everybody on the team has to have a growth mindset, meaning that they're willing to learn and grow because if we don't grow, if we all collectively don't grow, the company won't grow. So we ask questions to find out if they have that value. Once they pass that cultural and values type of interview, we move on to the technical interview where somebody in their department that we're hiring for will do the technical interview. So if they're an engineer, our CTO will interview them 
If they're a customer service agent, the customer service manager will interview them. You get the point. This is more of a technical interview where we basically test their skills. And usually in this interview, we get them to do some exercises, some questions they have to think about, maybe write down some things, maybe even answer some live customer support tickets if they're a support agent, for example. They wouldn't be answering a real customer, but we present them similar questions and ask them to type their answer as if they're typing the answer in an email or a chat message. This is the only real way we can find out if they could do the job. Usually after all these steps, we have a good understanding if they're going to make it, if they're going to be a good person for the job. Now, even with all of this, in my experience, I have found that sometimes things get through the cracks. Sometimes we don't see everything. And that's why when we hire new team members, we have a three-month what we call probation period, which means it's three months where you can leave or we can say goodbye to you at any time. Sort of like a trial period. And a lot of times we overhire in the position, meaning we hire two or even three people instead of one because we want to see who would work the best in that position. Now, if all of them are great, fantastic. We've got a great set of employees and great redundancy in this area. But in my experience, that rarely happens, especially if you hire two people. Usually one of them is going to really shine. The other one's not going to do so well. And because you have this trial period, you can have some evaluations. You can have some chats. If you could see some improvement, great. If you don't, no hard feelings. They know they are expecting this if they don't perform well. Those who know me know I'm an automobile lover. Heck, my first job at 13 was washing cars at a car dealership. That's why I'm excited to tell you about the Range Rover Sport. It's the perfect combination of sporting luxury, intuitive technology, and performance. I mean, this thing is stunning inside and out. Here are some of my favorite things about the Range Rover Sport. It has this purposeful cockpit-like driving position. It really sets the tone for a focused interior that promotes an exhilarating drive that is super engaging. And it's super quiet in there. Because they have advanced cabin technologies such as active noise cancellation and cabin air purification, which offer new levels of comfort and refinement. One of the things that's really important to me is the actual driver's seat. The Range Rover Sport has an optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. But enough hearing about it. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. To wrap up today's lesson, hiring the right person is critical, right? So I like to tell myself and everybody on my team, when we're hiring, take your time. We like to hire slowly because we don't want to fire. We want to make sure that we have the right person. But when we do have to fire, in my experience, it's never a slow process. It's usually very clear very quickly. And delaying it is kind of delaying the inevitable. And every time I have to do that, I say to myself, how can I prevent this from happening again and just refine again my hiring process? Because firing is not fun. It's one of the worst days of your year or month as a business owner. So even if it takes you a little bit longer to make the hire, it's better for your company in the long run. It's better for your team so they have stability. They don't feel that instability, people coming and going all the time. And it's better for you as a business owner feeling that you have some momentum. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Thanks, Eduardo, for asking this question. If you've got a question you want to ask, just like Eduardo did, just email me over at omar at 100mba.net, and I'll make sure to answer it right here on Q&A Wednesday. 
If you love this show, make sure you hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app. Whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher Radio, we're on every single podcast app, so go ahead and hit follow or subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Also, by doing so, you get access to our archive episodes, over 2,100 business lessons in our archives. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. One of the reasons why we rush hiring is because we feel like we have no time, right? I got all this other stuff I got to do. I got to put this job description together and vet and interview and ask questions. So two pieces of advice. Number one, 80% of the work of hiring is administrative work. Get an administrative assistant, get a VA to help you out with the back and forth, the emails, pre-screening, the checking the references, all that kind of stuff. Number two, make time for it. This is important. This is your business. This is is somebody who's going to come into your company and represent your business, your baby. Will influence its outcome, influence its success. Put it in your calendar. Make time for it so you don't feel like you have to rush through it. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.